So I would say this, that if you are serious about this, set a time every single week Mm -hmm. that your audience will know, hey, they're going live at Monday at 9 a.m. and almost get them in in tune, your audience in tune with like, hey, I'm going to tune in to find out exactly what's going on with them. Sure. I think I used tune too many times. It's okay. It's like three or four times. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is the podcast for marketers, business owners, people who are really trying to make an impact in the world, give value back to their audience, serve first before asking for any sale. Because honestly, if you're serving first, you get the sale in the end, right? Sure. Absolutely. That's right. And if you guys heard, that's my amazing co-host, Miss Lauren Lewis. How's it going, Lauren? I'm doing really good. You are. I am. That's fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, so today we are live in our, my home studio. And so sad to say that Lauren does not have her golden earphones, her her headphones on earphones. earphones. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for like, there's like a mix of like earmuffs and headphones, earphones. Um, <laughs> so as, as you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast before, uh, you know how much I love Lauren's golden headphones. So they're my only talking point. I have to give her a hard time about that. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about Facebook live and the importance of it, uh, how to really, how it can connect with your audience, um, how you can really deliver a message on a platform that's free. You don't have to pay for Facebook live and you can connect with your audience, have interactions back and forth with them. Uh, we might even dive into some of the premier features, which looks like a Facebook live and Mm -hmm. you can still interact live in the comments with somebody. Um, but this is one of the things that we do in our business. We always tell our customers to have a pillar piece of content and that being a Facebook live or some type of content or, or value video that you're giving back, teaching, um, informing, trying to trying to show your audience basically how to do something or uh, hit a pain, pain point for them. Um, and then from there, being able to repurpose some of that. So we're going to we're going to dive into all that. I'm really excited because I love Facebook Live. Yeah. So I'm really happy that uh, we're talking about this topic today. So that being said, uh, Lauren, why don't we kick this off, though? How, what uh, what what do we usually do here? We usually talk about what are you obsessed with this week? Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I'm going to default to you. Okay. So tell me what, what are you obsessed with this week? I've actually I thought about this question a lot because I was like I had a, several things. So on a side note, a fun item, I found chocolate. They're almonds covered in coconut, covered in dark chocolate. They're from Aldi's. Good. Okay. Okay. Repeat that again. I'm They're sorry. They're almonds, almonds covered in coconut. Okay. Dipped in dark chocolate. So are the is the coconut before the chocolate? No. So it maybe chocolate. So and it's an sprinkled. almond. Yeah. <laughs> Wrapped in coconut. Goodness. Dipped in dark chocolate. Good. They're from Aldi's. They're super good. Um. Yeah. So I almost ate the entire package today. <laughs> nice. um, but the thing I'm actually obsessed with, and it's kind of relevant to, uh, well, to social media, uh, is some scheduling platforms. So I have been trying to find, I'm a social media manager. And so finding those scheduling platforms that help make my job way easier. And a lot of times what I've found is that they actually make it harder and they're a lot more frustrating. Um, sure. So this last week, I've been really diving into Hootsuite. 
um, and trying to learn a little bit more about that. Oh, Hootsuite. Oh, yes. I love our Hootsuite. And there are a lot of things that have made me very angry. But then there are a lot of things that have been really great. I, when I actually scheduled out all my content for this week, um, actually to see it in a calendar version and the icons of all the content to actually visually be able to see that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and it kind of helped me um, differentiate my content and be able to plan it out um, the right way. Um, but we, uh, I know Brian, we've talked about this, but we're actually going to be diving into Meet Edgar. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that as well. So um, would love to hear your feedback, um, you guys, um, on your scheduling platform of choice, um, yeah. whether that's your brain or an actual platform. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something I'm definitely really um, trying to find that perfect platform that delivers it all, particularly with stories as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So actually, I'm in several different Facebook groups when it comes to like social media marketing mm-hmm. and different things like that. And somebody posted, may have been in one of the church groups where it's like social media managers for churches. Yeah, yeah. And somebody was like, age old question, what software are you using right now? Right. And one of the comments was this guy, and I don't know, a cratchety old guy or something. He's <laughs> like, I use myself, a human. Like, that's what I use. It was like very, <laughs> it's it's like if you're a spreadsheet person and sure. that's just where you that that's where you go, that's totally fine. Right. But for the rest of us who are especially you managing multiple right. social accounts, um, you want to make sure that it's it because it gets overwhelming uh-huh. for just one account and you're posting yeah. multiple con pieces of content. So anyway, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. It's like I'm a human, I use myself. Yeah, I've tried that, but uh, when I get six clients that have four different platforms each, it's gonna be a lot. So yes, truth truth all right so let's see um so what i'm obsessed with this week mm-hmm. um it always kind of goes back to like tv or something for okay me. i just i don't get a lot of downtime so when i do get downtime you get obsessed i get obsessed <laughs> okay. with something what historical thing did you learn this week <laughs> <laughs> so sad to say well okay I'm going to be upset. I'm going to tell you something. The next episode is probably going to be obsessed with this series. Okay. Um, but the Chernobyl series <laughs> on HBO, okay. it just launched. I haven't seen any of it and I'm super psyched. To, I, How I can have, you like, be obsessed with it? You haven't even seen it. I, I said I'm going to be obsessed Oh, with it. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So okay. it's going to it's gonna happen. I'm very, Sounds very really excited depressing. about it. It, it I, I am. That whole story really fascinating you. so fascinating all right any like atomic like nuclear <laughs> i say atomic i mean not yeah nuclear type stuff where it's kind of like a whole city like people just up and left like picture, oh, yeah. picture oklahoma right that is a situation where they had a bunch of sinkholes and i've been to picture uh we did some photos and stuff and kind of stuck around we weren't supposed to be there because it's all shut down by the government like yeah, nobody's supposed like to go way through for you to disappear. Very, yeah. Um, that was quite a few years ago before I was married, right, before right, I had right. other responsibilities. Um, but yeah, I'm always, I'm just obsessed or fascinated with like, just for people just up and left. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden you like walk into a house and it's like, there's still pots on the stove where they were cooking and they're just like, that is crazy. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. So Anyway, that wasn't going to be what I was obsessed with, <laughs> but that was a good one. Yeah. So I'll let you guys know what I think of the series. I'm sure. So Chernobyl know. from HBO. Chernobyl, yeah. It's a documentary or it's like a. It's a mini series. Okay. Okay. So I've seen it with several documentaries on it. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm super, super All right. excited. You have to let us know how that turns out. Oh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. And if you are already watching it, I mean, we all know what happens, but you should definitely. <laughs> Don't spoil the end. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah. Happened like 1984, maybe, or 88. Like I'm the worst at like historical that. dates. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but we'll, uh, let's, let's you and I chat 
if you have if you have any insight to this or share my same weird passions or fascinations. There's a lot of history buffs out there. Yes. True. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so and we honestly, if you guys are out there and you have something that you're obsessed with, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear about it too. So uh message us yeah, on Facebook or whatever, or go live and then invite us onto your live. Cause we would yes. do that as well, especially if it's talking about any history stuff, I guess. That's yeah. Where I go documentaries. Uh, yeah. Okay. I got to watch something else <laughs> anyway. For sure. And if you have your own podcast and you do something as a warm up for your podcast, I don't know. Warm up's not really the best. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> ready. Icebreaker. Go back to high school. Let us know what you do. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be jumping into the contents yep. about Facebook Live, why you should be doing it, how to connect with your audience. Uh, but Lauren, go ahead and kick us off here. Okay. So I read a great blog actually through Hootsuite. <laughs> yes. Um, they were talking about Facebook Live. And so here's a quote from them. They said, according to Facebook, so this is a quote from them. <laughs> um, there have been more than 3.5 billion live broadcasts created by hundreds of millions of people. Nearly 2 billion people have watched a live broadcast. That's more than a quarter of the entire population of the world. Good night. So a lot of people are doing it. Good. That is crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that are really interested in Facebook Live. Absolutely. Well, and as we know, if you're in any type of marketing, if you're marketing on a specific platform, play by their rules. Mm-hmm. I think we've mentioned this in a couple of different episodes, but um, if Facebook, if their algorithm is going toward a certain thing and they're pushing more or there's a new feature. Like I just did a, uh, I do a free tip Friday. And uh, one of the ones I talked about recently was Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, there's a big push, especially in the app. There's a new redesign on the app and uh, they're being, there's a big push around Facebook groups. And so it's one of those things where it's like, get in with whatever they're focused on. They will help your business grow because they're obviously going to push it in their algorithm. So Facebook live has been around 2017, roughly. Right around there, late yeah. 2017, it launched. Yeah, I think you're about right. So, I mean, we're two years into this or almost or right around that time. Um, and they are still pushing live video. Mm-hmm. If you're going live, they're still pushing that out into the feed. And so uh, it's definitely important to jump yeah, on. Yeah, and I think they're right really here. putting their money on it too with the premiere feature. They're doubling down on oh, it. Yeah. So they're really banking on that you're going to continue to want that feature. Yeah. So just that you want to be able to schedule it ahead of time. <laughs> True. Yeah, Lauren. So for those of us who don't know what Premiere is. Yeah. So, so why, don't you, why don't you walk us through <laughs> what the Premiere feature is? So if you've ever published a video on Facebook, um, particularly um, for a business page, it can look a little bit different. Um, but there's a lot of boxes you can check. <laughs> and uh, Facebook, uh, they've rolled out their Premiere feature, but they they really want you to do it. And so they've... Uh, they automatically check some boxes. So be careful. You might mm. actually just premiere without actually knowing it, which I did for a client. <laughs> yes, yes, she did. It worked out fine, but it was uh, it was fun for them to realize they were going live and they weren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. And I mean, like you said, the comment section, you can obviously respond. It sure. looks like you're, you're live, you're premiering a video, the watch party feature. Yeah. I did that actually recently. Um, so I do it for our church. We run our, I run our Facebook live for our church right. and I just myself started a watch party of me producing the Facebook live Nice, and it got insane reach, like really crazy <laughs> amount of people saw it because I think Facebook in general just 
pushed it as like a notification. Sweet. And so it was like, hey, Fitton's having a watch party. And all the, like, these people that I haven't talked to in years were popping on my feet. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> they are really trying to make sure that this this is a thing. And so anyway, uh, yeah. So all right. So let's kind of dive into this, Lauren. Yeah. Um, so kind of what are some ideas for live um, that people can basically go through if you're like, Hey, I want to go and lie, but I have nothing to talk sure. about. I have no value to give. What are kind of some areas that they can kind of start jumping into this? Yeah. So obviously a lot of times we speak directly to, um, marketing coordinators and small business owners. So we're kind of mm-hmm. thinking from a business standpoint. Um, so, a lot of times, I mean, an easy one is if you have a new product or you're rolling out some new service or possibly you want to introduce a new staff member, any of things like that, that's something that's new and exciting is a great opportunity for a Facebook Live. Um, other ones that can be is um, you want to kind of show a behind the scenes of how your product is made. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think that in coffee shops tend to do this really well. Um sewing kind of behind the scenes of like a roastery or how they make their coffee. It's just a great way for your customers to connect with you. Um, and they want to see the behind the scenes. Um, and so um, another great way would probably be um, holidays. And I think this is kind of a hmm. funny one that people don't actually think about. Yeah. Um, but there's really cool ways to engage with your audience around the holidays because they're in that same mindset because we're all preparing for one event. Yeah. And so if we're in that same mindset, you should capitalize on that. Um, so we had a, a client that did um, a fantastic promotion. Um, they were within the medical field and they did um, healthy alternatives for Easter baskets. Oh, yeah. And they did yeah. a great giveaway around that and did a Facebook Live. And it, it did awesome um, because everybody was looking for to got to get their kids Easter basket. And so everybody's already doing that. Um, so you're capitalizing on that shared mentality, which is awesome. Yep. Um, and so really, um, you can do it on anything. And I think a lot of people, once they get started on it, they start to see those opportunities for their business. Um, another great way is also to talk with someone in your industry space or, uh, maybe even like a a patient or a customer. Um, and you can do interviews on Facebook live, which is a really great way for people to ask questions about a thought leader or, um, just to get to know you a little bit better as well. Yeah, no, I agree with that one. And that, that's definitely one of those that I, I think we really, you as a business owner, if you're not talking to your customers already, like that's, that's a problem. So I, I truly believe, of course, I'm, I'm a guy that like everybody should have a podcast. Sure. Yeah. Um, as well as a Facebook bot. <laughs> <laughs> Talked about that a few times too. Um, but as a, as a person who's really trying to find the pain points of your customer, literally interviewing a customer who's mm-hmm. had a good experience with your product, walking through, hearing the story that they're telling, that may be a great Facebook live mm-hmm. to say, Hey, I'd love to interview you live. And if I, I guarantee you that if that one person has that pain point, there are going to be multiple people that people that have that problem as well. And so Definitely. it is one of those, I think that Q and a session is great having those thought leaders uh, as well. So I did, and still do a, uh, a photographer podcast, mm-hmm. right? I enjoy photography. And so just interviewing other photographers and talking through their images and why did you shoot it this way? What was your thought behind this process? What's the story? Mm-hmm. Talk about kind of a behind the scenes. What's the story around this image and why was it shot the way that it was, right? And so it's one of those that you can really start to kind of expand when with doing an interview style show. Mm-hmm. Um, but to kind of hit on what you said, there's a lot of things that where it's just, 
uh, you know, hitting on those pain points, you're doing a, an event, you're doing something that is exciting uh, behind the scenes of how your product is made mm. or how you sit down with a client, a live coaching yeah. session. Yeah. I mean, those are those types of things that whatever industry that you're in, um, there is always value that you can give to your audience by doing a Facebook live. Um, and this kind of doubles up as Instagram live as well. Sure. I mean, there are, there are multiple platforms I'm Periscope. That one kind of faded out. If you're a Meerkat fan, did you ever use Meerkat? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm just <laughs> I'm just bringing back some OG live stuff. I think Meerkat may have been one of the first that you could actually go live from a mobile device and people flipped out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, so as well, <laughs> I hate to bring this up, but there was a point um, that may or may not, I think we did like couch sessions where it was like at the end of the night when Facebook first launched and they first invited you, you could invite somebody on. And so I just went on my personal profile couch sessions? couch sessions where I'm like laying on the couch <laughs> That's really creepy. on my phone. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was, it was late anyway, okay. after the kids had gone to bed and I was exhausted, I'm like, I'm just going to go live, but you can start inviting people onto your Facebook live. Gotcha. And most of the time, if it's 10 o'clock at night, most people are like sitting on the couch anyway. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's where it came. There was, I, I feel there like was I'm a, sitting on the couch with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, there was a, there was a method to the madness. Okay. okay. I'm going to take um, your word for it. That it was really you. great. It, well, I didn't say it was really great. I'm just saying <laughs> there are lots of ideas that you can do um, around Facebook live itself. And so um, anyway, but yeah, Holidays are a great one too. I mean, focus on seasonal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we've just kind of gone through the spring, the sure. Easter stuff, Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation, summertime, vacation. I mean, I'm sure your business can yeah. somehow do that. Uh, one that we didn't talk about was uh, we had a client last year that did uh, had nothing to do with their business, oh, yeah, yeah, but focused on like home renovations around or preparing your home for fall. For fall, yeah, it was like and, twenty tips to do that. Yeah, twenty tips on how to make sure your home's ready for fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was crazy the engagement. That was one of like their best yep. Facebook lives. And the point is not necessarily to just sell on Facebook live. It's to interact, Mm -hmm. it's to have a conversation. Um, it's to really connect with your audience. And if you're just bringing them value, Mm -hmm. they're going to think of you the next time that they need whatever product you're selling because you're building that relationship. So, um, all right. So what are kind of some steps for broadcasting? What are some things that you need to kind of get into Lauren? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you do not, I mean, we talking about, how to do a Facebook live. And you might be watching us on video and see this full setup. This is not required to run a Facebook live. (laughs) It's great. You want great audio, good lighting, but just be thinking, be mindful that, you know, maybe not in a public airport where, you know, (laughs) you know, just (laughs) multiple things happen. Right. Unless there's just something really exciting going on that you really need to capture. Um, Those moments do happen. But um, if you're actually setting up a Facebook live, thinking about where am I going to be? That's a quiet place that people can hear me um, as well as that's kind of at least attractive in some form, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe not the back of your closet um. or your car. Lauren busted me on my Facebook lives in my I did. car. She's <laughs> like, it's super boring, but that's good. It's good to listen to feedback from your friends. Just make sure that your Facebook, if you are going live, you want it to be engaging, right? Correct. Correct. So I'm taking that to the heart. No more Facebook lives in my car. Yeah. Um, if also, you liked, here's the deal. If you like my Facebook lives <laughs> in my car, I need you right now to rally. It's just a lot of gray, Brian. <laughs> like windshield time, windshield face, Facebook. There's some kind of catchy name I was trying to come up with anyway. So. 
Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also good um, to think about the placement of your phone or web camera, you know, wherever that be. Um, some people really like to hold their phone and I would really mm. strongly, you know, maybe go away from yeah. that. Cause a lot of times what you're going to do is get kind of like up your nose. Yeah. We've seen those. those are great. Those are, are good. And it feels awkward if you are going to hold your phone, mm-hmm. right? You don't have a, a situation where you can, you can have it sitting or stand or something like that. Sure. Um, hold it as up, like go <laughs> selfie style, right? Yeah. Higher the better. Cause it, you know, takes, yeah. Take out the double chin for you if you got that. Uh, so make sure that you're going selfie style, which it is. It does feel awkward and mm. it probably looks awkward. Oh, but yeah. if you're already going Facebook Live on your phone in public, it doesn't matter. You're talking to your phone. Okay, so go up as much as you can with it and make <laughs> sure that, that uh, it looks good. And so people are not looking at your nose here. So. Right. Um, and I think a, an important part is that when you are streaming, um, it's important that you have good connection wherever you are. Yeah. Um, so Brian, walk us through lighting wise and audio wise. What are some basic, basic that people can do just to kind of enhance their Facebook live? So I would say that if you have almost no budget, then going live from your phone directly is, is fine. Right. But uh, if you do have a small budget, Amazon has great like $20 mm-hmm. lapel mics yeah. that you can clip on, plug into your phone. That alone, if you do nothing else, I even lighting, even everything, because your phone kind of auto adjusts or whatever for mm-hmm. you. Uh, but audio for the most part is going to by far enhance that experience of your Facebook Live. So like right now we're talking on, these are sure SM7s. These are like high dollar microphones because they're mm-hmm. made for podcasting. So our Facebook Live sounds a whole lot better in this moment right now. Um, but a question we get a lot of times is, what is it? Because I don't want to spend $1,000 sure, on microphones. Yeah. 20 bucks, Amazon, get mm-hmm. your microphone, clip it on, make sure it's plugged in, go live from your phone um, or even your computer, plug it sure. into your computer. It's the same deal. Get an extender for another $5 so you can have some roaming capabilities. And the last one um, I bought was $20 with a six foot cord. There you go. Yeah. All included. Seriously, so, lapel mic. That's yeah. all you have to type in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that that alone will help you guys obviously improve your live broadcasting. So um, when we go into like different things like cameras and stuff, you can like from a DSLR, you can mm-hmm. go live from a webcam like what we're using right now. I wish I was using our, our my DSLR. Sure. Um, but 70 bucks for a, a webcam. Yeah. You know, makes the 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 actual image so much better um, than even just using your phone phone in the front facing camera too on that. So if you are using your phone, if you have somebody that's helping you, use that rear facing camera because sure. that one's a higher quality camera. Um, but also invest in a webcam that would obviously help you out too. So that's actually a really good point too. That if you are doing your Facebook Live. Um, maybe with your business or something, if you have someone that can help you during that process, that makes it so much better um, so that they can be monitoring for mistakes. Um, also being able to help you engage with the audience that's watching. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So when we are going through a lot of your broadcasting tips or some other things that can kind of help people kind of get prepared sure. to do that. Um, so Thinking through what you're actually going to say, um, one of the great things about Facebook Live is that it's not supposed to be perfect. You're going live. You don't need to worry about if you stumble over your words. That's totally fine. Like people understand what live means. Um, But that doesn't mean that you get out of not preparing because your audience can just easily 
away oh, and yeah. they don't yeah. have to watch what you're doing. So if you prepare what you want to say, and then when you do go for a live thing, um, it being valuable to your audience, you know, you're not just talking about, I tried this new shampoo. It was really awesome. Like <laughs> I've literally had people though, that have gone live to talk about their shampoo. Seriously, Yes. And it really <laughs> bothers me because I'm like, I, I don't want a notification about this anymore. Yeah, yeah. And that's the problem. So, yeah. um, and don't let that discourage you from being on a Facebook live. Um, sure, sure. but thinking about what you wanted to say, um, you know, we do that for our podcast setups. We're doing that right now. We have some bulleted list of just items that we want to talk about. Um, no one's going to discredit you because you have a piece of paper in front of you. Now, if you're holding it in front of your face, Yes, don't do that. Um, (laughs) um, But thinking through what you want to say, and we, this is just a basic speech practice, but do not memorize what you're going to say. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely not. You will stumble and mess up every time. Yep. Yeah. And and to hit on what you said at the beginning, making it authentic, Mm -hmm. like that's what people want to see. They want to see the raw. They want to connect with you. And if you're a polished, perfect person, that's hard to that's hard to really relate with. And so um, especially on Facebook Live, um, I know we have some questions, too, about, you know, what are some words to say? What things not to say? Are there things Mm -hmm. to stay away from? Um, I mean, really, Facebook is is pushing away from the salesy type, correct? you know, yeah. pitches and stuff. And so that's why bringing your audience value, like we talked about in the beginning is the biggest thing. So if you, if you are bringing them value, you are thinking about the person on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, you are going to be yourself. That, that's, that is really what is going to connect and really help your Facebook live engage and impact more people. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thinking about your audience, um, they aren't going to just naturally be one mind with you and know when you're going to go live. Yeah, true. <laughs> so what can you do to help them with that? So as I mentioned before, we use, we're using a, a service called be live and there are several out there. Um, and we'll actually post some on our blog post, um, mm-hmm. just some different links to different, uh, different things to, uh, to use because there are a lot of, there's a lot of software out there that you can um, purchase um, use for like interview style to send to your guests or the actual link. Um, it is off, off of the Facebook platform um, to be able to do that. But I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this back home. I promise. I, I have I'm a watching, yeah. point to my <laughs> rambling. Um, but with like be live, you can schedule a Facebook mm-hmm. live. And so it'll notify all of basically anybody who's following or it's turned on notifications, it'll notify them that, Hey, we're going live at this time. Mm-hmm. You can get a reminder about it. You can set an event itself um, and put the link in there to make sure that they get notified when you are going live on Facebook. Um, that way you can make a little more of a production around it yep. and it get, get even honestly, it'll show as, as it's live and it'll show comments. So you can even ask people to comment before mm-hmm. you go live. Um, like, do you have any questions? And yeah. so that way, when you go live, you've already got several questions lined up to to actually answer in the Facebook Live and have that engagement. So, yeah, which is awesome because I think, I mean, think about it in building the excitement, and you can use this, especially if you're rolling out maybe a new product and you're really wanting to um, have a grand reveal of something that's really exciting. This is a great way to do this at an affordable cost. Um, Obviously, all of us would love to have like that ribbon cutting moment um, at a brick and mortar place, but that's not always possible for the business that you do. Um, so this is a great way to do that as well. Um, but it can also be for education or maybe you have a special guest. Um, it's just a great way to build excitement and let people know. Um, and that way they can really engage with you, which, which is the whole purpose of this particular yeah. picture on Facebook. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. And that's what I mean, I mentioned too in, in my 
my uh, other Facebook live broadcast was about <laughs> um, the F8 conference from Facebook that they're really focused on meaningful interactions. And that's what they want. Live is one of those ways to do that, to answer questions um, and be engaging with your audience during that. So creating an event, promoting it, pushing it, uh, engaging with people before you even go live. That's a that's for in Facebook size. That's exactly what they want. And they're trying to keep people on the platform and have an enjoyable experience. So um, so some of the other questions that we hear this with, you know, steps for broadcasting um, is, you know, how. What are your mannerisms supposed to be on Facebook? Mm. How do you act? How do you have fun with it without sure. being obnoxious? Um, and I think that's a great question because, I mean, with us, you know, we're sitting here at a table now. Yeah. It's not a whole lot of excitement going on. Um, but Just wait. No. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> it's going to get crazy here in a few. Um, but I would say again, goes back to being yourself, being authentic. Yeah. If you're not somebody who's just a super hyper person, don't try to fake it. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. do be who you are in that moment. But I think you definitely have to understand that you probably come across less excited than what you think you are. Oh, definitely. Right. Definitely. As many times as I've listened to myself on a podcast, <laughs> I'm like, Man, this guy sounds so boring. And you're just going to have to kind of get over that fact yeah. that, you know, you won't like how you look, you won't like how you sound. Just get over that right up front. Just know, hey, this I just have to move on from that. But then also understand that, hey, I, I might need to kind of pull it up a little bit. Correct. Right? Maybe have an extra Red Bull before you go on live just to add that little extra right. excitement, right? Um, but that is a great question, too. I mean, that's something that you want to be authentic. You don't want to be fake. Mm-hmm. Um, but you definitely, if you're doing a solo one, try to keep yourself center yeah. of camera. Um, try not to fade in and out. If you are holding your camera, or your phone in your live, do not spin around. Don't go wild in and out, in sure. and out. Um, if it's a quick one, you're showing something or it's more, more intentional for your friends, do whatever you want. I mean, have fun with it. But if it is for your business, try to keep it in, in mind, right? Right. That you should not be just running down the street with your camera. Okay. Um, <laughs> also but, sounds really dangerous. <laughs> yeah, too. Yes, please. We don't need any lawsuits that somebody, anyway. All right, moving on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so let's, let's talk about real, real quick. One of my favorites, uh, is repurposing that Facebook live. It's what we do. It's what we do. And so that's one of those things that we really see the value of creating one valuable piece of content and then being able to repurpose it. Mm -hmm. So Lauren, walk us through that process. If somebody was just wanting to do this on their own, right. What is the kind of process that we use? Um, so looking at, Obviously, it all starts with quality content. So you want to produce um, a quality piece of content that you can be broken down and used on multiple platforms. Um, So we take um, a great piece of content, whether it be just long form audio or long form video, and we break that down into small bite sized clips. Mm -hmm. Um, This can look in the form of an audiogram. This could be um, kind of a moving quote. This could be a headliner video, whatever, whatever we deem. We want it to be, <laughs> um, yeah. but um, we break that down um, for multiple platforms um, and generally leave those as teasers back to the long form content, um, wherever that is housed yes. um, and wherever you want it to promote, um, whether that be your podcast, that your YouTube channel, your website, wherever. your blog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And going back to that, I mean, again, Facebook is trying to make sure that people have meaningful interactions mm-hmm. on, on their platform. Right. And so, they they have themselves said 
that the most amount of engagement is your 15 second videos, right? It's all around video. So we do almost 90, almost a hundred percent video. Pretty much all video. Um, So it's that 15 seconds. It's the three to five minute Facebook live. Yeah. Right. And I would say that that's probably like in the middle of the day. That is kind of your, you know, quick update type thing. Um, But then also that 18 to 22, 24 minute window uh, for kind of episodic content. And we say is basically weekly. So I would say this, that if you are serious about this, set a time every single week Mm -hmm. that your audience will know, hey, they're going live at Monday at 9 a.m. and almost get them in in tune, your audience in tune with like, hey, I'm going to tune in to find out exactly what's going on with them. Sure. Right? I think I use tune too many times. It's okay. Just roll it's with like them. like three or four times. <laughs> that's, being, that's being authentic in this moment. Um, but just make sure with that, that, you know, the episodic content, it's every single week at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that is organically and naturally going to grow because people are going to see that you're, that you're consistent. Yeah and automatically fall into that. And that's going to obviously help with your engagement. But Facebook has said those things. So when we talk about repurposing, yeah. we're not we're not just uploading this massive video that's 30 minutes long. No. Rarely have I ever watched a Facebook video that's over like two minutes because, and it has to be super engaging because mm-hmm. that's just not where I go to sure. watch it. Now I've watched a two hour video on YouTube. That's just, that's where you go for that long form content, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, same with your podcast, mm-hmm. long form content, really that 20 minutes, even hour, hour mm-hmm. and a half. I mean, it just depends. And so we try to do that with repurposing this. Um, so we will actually, I mean, repurpose this, like you Absolutely. said, we'll take it, we'll cut it down. We'll take out the video, we'll take out the audio. It'll be our podcast that you're listening to. It'll yep. be a video on our YouTube It'll channel. It'll be part of our blog. Um, it's super important to make sure that, if you have a message, get it out there mm-hmm. and try to do it in a way too that's going to resonate with people. Um, so it will be different forms. So it'll be, we call it an audiogram, but it might, might just be a still photo with audio waves going across that has captions because yeah. that's engaging on Facebook. And so um, make sure that you're paying attention to what people are resonating with to mm-hmm. repurpose that specifically and then come back around to that because that may be um, an actual... <laughs> you know, content a road that you should dive into, Absolutely. you know, even more. So anyway, any thoughts on that? On even even coming back around to finding out what people are really engaging with? Yeah. I mean, I think even, you know, for all the questions you might have on a Facebook Live, you know, follow some great companies that are regularly doing Facebook Live and see why is it that you're even watching, you know, besides wanting to learn, um, but trying to figure out what is so engaging about them. Um and seeing what they're doing. Um, so that's, I, I think that's, that's really great. But then also looking at um, the types of content you're engaging with on all of your social media platforms, not just Facebook yeah. um, and finding why do I like this? And then realizing you can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, whether it's you by yourself learning the trade and figuring out how to repurpose your content or create your own content or partnering with a company such as us, like go rogue um, to help you, get your message out to all of your audiences, not just one platform, but them all or your website, your blog, whatever it might be. Um, we want to be able to help you with that. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you want to be able to connect with your audience where they're at. Absolutely. And people use different platforms for different things at different times too. I'm heavily now on Instagram and I have been Mm -hmm. for a bit um, over the past several months. I really focus on my Instagram and so I'm less on Facebook. And so I'm seeing more content on Instagram. So, um, but again, make sure that you guys, uh, if you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to us. We would love, love, love to interact with you. Um, Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, follow us. We would love to uh, continue this conversation. All the notes will be on GoRogueX.com. So make sure you guys check those out. And uh, any final words, Lauren, before we sign off? Try a Facebook Live. Ooh, challenge. (laughs) I like it. So just do it. So pick a topic, something. If you're a business, what what is the one problem that people continue to come to you for? Yeah. They're just always constantly complaining about this one thing and just go through a basic, you know, how to fix it, yeah. whatever it is. Um, I challenge you to do that. And if you do make sure to tag us, we'd love to see it. So, all right. Hey, that was pretty good. That's, this pretty is good. like our first solo episode too. We haven't yeah. had an extra co-host. We still right? have two questions. Oh, Don't forget about that. that's right. <laughs> all right. Well, Hey, thank you guys so much. And, uh, by the way, stick around if it's like secret tracks. Right? Yeah, pretty much. It's like back in the 90s when you had your CD. And you it was called a waited. hidden track. Is it's it? a hidden track. Okay. Secret hidden. So we do this. <laughs> this is kind of, we, we shouldn't tell them, should we? Now they know. That now they they watch know. this special one episode. That's right. Listen to it. You'll know. You'll know. All right. Signing off. Have an awesome day. If you could visit any fictional place, what would you visit or where would you visit? Oh, the Shire. Seriously? Oh, by far. Oh, the Shire. Oh, um, the nerd in me is coming out right now. I would have never guessed that. (laughs) (laughs) That's way too nerdy for you. That's really funny. There's another side. I don't even know. uh, Yeah. Mine's not better, but. (laughs) Yeah. So what's yours? Let's talk about it. I think I was trying to think about it. and I thought. Pandora from Avatar sounds really cool. Oh, yeah. Like hanging rocks in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I am very, very excited to visit Pandora. Is it Universal or is it Disney? No, that's that's Disney World. That is, yeah. Yeah. I remember when they were building that thing out. Speaking of Facebook Lives, somebody did a Facebook Live from Pandora in at Disney World. For real? Did it look cool? It looks so cool. (laughs) It looks so cool. I was very excited about that. Okay. Oh, all right. Right. What's the uh, what's our next one here? Okay, that was a good one. I know this and one. I, just... I think this one's better. Okay. Okay. What is your real favorite movie, and what movie do you pretend is your favorite to sound cultured? Because <laughs> everyone does that. Oh man, that's a that's a good one. Um, yeah, I want to know your guys' answers too because I know you guys do this. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, hit depends us, on the group hit that us you're in. Those, yeah. Um, you got to go first. Okay. I can go first. Okay. Okay. So the movie that I sent, well, okay. I honestly don't really have a movie that I pretend too much, but I will change it. Yeah. But I was thinking of one that I, it's a safe one, you know, Mm. Uh, a movie I actually do really like is Dan in real life. Okay. I've never seen that. I've heard it's good though. For real? I'll drop it off your house sometime. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah. It's weird because he's not really like in a very like comedic position yeah, in the movie yeah. and so it's more like quiet just like 
I don't know. It's really, I'll have to drop mm. it off. You know, it's going to watch mm. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. But my real favorite movie yes. is actually Moulin Rouge. Really? Love it. Wow. It's probably like one of the few movies that actually makes me cry. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, okay. absolutely love that movie. Interesting. Okay. So mine, uh, my fake movie. <laughs> okay. Just trying to think about this. Um, it's probably, See, and it's, it doesn't help that you're like a videographer. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> well, it has definitely changed throughout the years. That's why it's never been like, that's my one movie. Sure. So, well, and we're older. We're not kids. Like, what's your favorite movie? Yeah, yeah. Every day, so. Yeah, that's true. It's not a question that comes up at, on re- at recess. Okay, so it would probably have to be, The Matrix would be like the movie that I oh, don't. It <laughs> seemed because it's so complicated. Right. But yet it was like groundbreaking as a cinematographer piece of mm-hmm. i mean art so there's like multiple levels to it right i'm laughing because my husband thinks it's the most groundbreaking film of all time in 1999 <laughs> it, it was i know and that's it what i'm was. saying it was <laughs> i mean obviously technology right. but you kind of gotta look so this is a good one too because my my father-in-law talks about the first Star Wars, like a new hope, right. seeing that in theaters and like the death cruiser or whatever, like coming over the top. And like, I mean, he still, talk, we talked about this the other day. Yeah. And so obviously things have gotten way better. Movies have gotten way better, but he's like the experience when you first saw that it was yeah. amazing. And so that was, really cool. yes, exactly. So that was one of my, uh, that was okay. That was like my <laughs> cultured ish. That's not even really. <laughs> I mean, probably like Goodwill Hunting or something. That's that's uh, right. yeah. Which you know is, what I mean. It's an easy one to be like, yeah, that's fake. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, true. <laughs> I've always wanted to be dead poet, dead poets society. Yes, yes. And I've never seen it. I've only seen snippets of it, so I just need to watch it. But this is one of those where you're like, oh yeah, that's uh, that's one of my favorite movie. movies. You know, to go like to Citizen oh. Kane or something. Yes, <laughs> Citizen Kane. That, hey, I took oh. film in college. That would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. Okay. My, uh, okay. My other one would be. Um, Your real one. My real one. Yeah. It's probably Hot Rod. I was going to say. Yeah. I was thinking I it was like Hot Rod or Nacho Libre. Le- Nacho Libre is one of the, <laughs> I can just sit and watch those. It doesn't matter what time of day. It right. doesn't matter what's going on. Right. Now I will say though, still one of my favorite movies. My wife would say this too is, is The Dark Knight. Like it's that is one. by far. I, that's almost more of an art like cultured but it's it's i can watch that one too all day long so, so i watched the dark knight um on an imax film it was like one of the when they were first really coming out you know mm-hmm. and um i had had my wisdom teeth removed and so i was somewhat on painkillers yes, which made that movie tripping out terrifying <laughs> so scary i my heart was racing the entire time so and i've gone back and, and yeah <laughs> gone back and watch it. it's a great film but i just am like it's not that intense so i knew it had to be the yeah that's <laughs> awesome or maybe it is that intense maybe in the imax man just the first time that's you know awesome. making the pencil disappear i don't know oh yeah so good yeah it's really good 